You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. But doesn't that mean though I can still have as many samples as I want, right? Oh, you sure can. I don't care. I want to get ex- I want to get rid of them. Oh, okay, so it's all right. So if I go up and ask for, like, seconds or thirds... Exactly, because, see, that's the difference like, between being the... uh, being an employee, like, being the hired help and being the person who's throwing the party. Like, being the hired help, I just want you to get all of the... I want you to take it no, all away. No, I seriously worry about that all the time. I'm like, uh-uh. I don't want to be the greedy one. So if I take, like, five, that's totally okay? Uh, yeah. I mean, awesome. I totally think that it's This fine. is, like, life-changing for no, me. No, the longer that, like, you know, the shorter amount of time that I have to hold on to something, the happier I am to, like, I just want okay. to go. Okay, I have a lot more questions yeah. about this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to say thank you to everybody who goes to our website, Fun Employment Radio. Dot com and clicks on the Expedia link when you are making your travel plans for a, you know your global travels. Oh my gosh, doing. I want to go on global travels. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of like narcos and things like that. So now I just assume everybody's smuggling something. You want to be a drug dealer and smuggle no, I don't. Things? No, I don't want to. If you're watching too much narcos, may I recommend Broke Down Palace? <laughs> I, that will help you uh, feel. Is that a palate cleanser? It'll be definitely a palate cleanser. I don't know. It's if a that's smuggling palate cleanser. How does it have to do with drug smuggling yes. or gangsters? Oh, oh yeah. it does. No, not with gangsters, but with uh, somebody getting caught drug smuggling and getting thrown into like a Thai prison. Oh, okay. It's, this is that sounds like the not con- the not fun kind of. Well, I know that's what it's supposed to be. It's an it's an antidote to you, fa- you romanticizing smuggling. I'm not romanticizing it. It kind of sounds like you are. I'm just saying. I assume that you know. of people traveling are now smugglers. But either way, uh, just book your tickets at FunEmploymentRadio.com by clicking on the Expedia link or the Hotels.com link. Oh, boy. Either one of those would Mm -hmm. be wonderful. Uh, Also, we're going to be joined by our friend Dan Weber is going to be coming onto the show here in just a little bit. Awesome. Dan Weber is going to be joining us. And final thing before we get started here, I want to remind everybody, save the date December 2nd. Make your travel plans to Portland now, December 2nd. By clicking on the Expedia link after going to FunEmploymentRadio.com. Nailed it! Bam! Boom! See, that's a pro. That that was a pro move right there. Thank you. Uh, December 2nd, come to Portland Mm -hmm. for our event, and we'll explain what it is another time. All right, let's talk about what we're getting here at the beginning. So, of course, Fun Employment Radio is... Uh, Sarah and I's main job. This is what we do. It and is we, our prime focus, and our we, primary focus. Yes, and we appreciate all of the support that people uh, give us just by listening to this show. You're supporting us. And showing up to our events and yes. everything that you like, any kind of support that you do, be it, be it monetary or otherwise. Yes, we, we appreciate are for you. all of it. Um, but uh, we do have some side jobs that we do, and one of Sarah's is, what do you, what do you call it again? So I'm a, I'm a cater waiter slash bartender. I think for, for like private events. And I think you invented the term cater waiter as I far as I know. I have heard – people have said cater waiter before. There's no such – there's no way that catering and being a waiter for a catering company that, that no you couldn't rhyme them together. I really don't think I'm that, that big of a – yeah. See, I was trying to give that you credit a for mastermind. it. But I, I guess not. Okay. That's not the thing I'd like to get credit for. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she invented the term cater waiter where she rhymed two words easily rhymable Have together. Have you heard of this? Have you seen, seen this? this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> what a great audience. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> – so, all right, you're a cater waiter. Uh, yeah, people are already taking away your claims. So you didn't invent this. No. Okay. Why? I've never said I that I invented sure that it. Why? Are you kidding me right now? All right. So it's not a Sarah original. No, so it is sorry. not. It is not. Well, disclaimers go Cater out. Cater waitering then. has existed since the beginning of time. All right. So this is one of the things you do on the side. And uh, maybe you could tell us here what it is that you're you're wanting to do here. Like you have. All right. This is what. So I was talking to Greg today. So basically I do a lot of. As a cater waiter slash bartender, I do a lot of different events at different places. Um, and uh, it's everything from like corporate events to I've talked about like speed dating for millionaires to uh, weddings, uh, rehearsal dinners, all kinds of things like, like birthday a, parties, bar mitzvahs, like a wide variety, a wide variety of things. Um, and each time there there are con- some consistent things. I was just uh, Yesterday, the, okay, first of all, I need to preface this by saying I, I did like a um, kind of a rehearsal dinner last night for some folks. It was a smaller rehearsal dinner. The people there 
were extremely pleasant. So I did two events yesterday. It was a very long day. It was like a 10-hour day. But I did um, this corporate event. Then I did like a rehearsal dinner. So they rent out this space. And then you're like a cater waiter. You waiter. Do, do the yeah, that so kind of I waiter. Like yesterday, and... I was more of a well, – I, I was like helping serve at the bit in the first party. And the second one, I was the, the bartender for okay. the entire event. All right. So, um, so it kind of got me to think like it, as nice as like a lot of the people are – Sometimes I just wish there was some sort of handbook that you could give people who are attending a uh, you know attending a, a fancier event mm-hmm. like on the do's and don'ts of how to act and like what you should do like what things you should bring what you should uh, like how you should leave things when you touch them like like what makes it like easier for the people that are working. I'm not necessarily saying like you need to be, you know, like in pins and needles thinking about what's easier for people, but how to be more like respectful towards sure. the people that are, you know, the working people like, while you are there enjoying yourselves at a, you know, at an event that somebody else has paid for. You're saying like proper etiquette at like, proper a, at like etiquette. a fancy like ballroom kind of event, which yes. I, you know, I, I don't go to too many ballroom events. Shockingly, I'm not invited to too many of them. So I may not know, you know, maybe there's some things I'm doing that I don't know uh, that I'm doing that are wrong. Mm-hmm. Or right, so I, I think this is a good idea. I think there's a lot of people that don't know what's going. I mean, on. And, and this is what I'm saying. There's I don't already think, questions coming in too yeah, on the live chat because I don't think that people are doing this necessarily to be rude mm-hmm. or to uh, they don't understand like how it really is an inconvenience or like they're they're doing something to be helpful, but really it actually makes it less helpful. Okay. So I kind of wanted to because um, I was talking to uh, to my friend about this yesterday, who I work with, and I'm like, you know, because it's even the nicest people who do these little things that make our jobs just a little bit harder and grosser because yeah. they're doing something that they think is helping when really, but it's. Not. Yeah, but it's not. It's not helping. And then there are just things in general that kind of – that maybe if you'd like to avoid, mm-hmm. it, it would be nice to avoid it if you're in a shared space. Well, and I think, maybe I think something. this is good because especially, you know, people are going to be going to work parties mm-hmm. coming up and things like that. Or like, even if you're in charge of like throwing a work party or you're doing something or like mm-hmm. you're having a party, you're going to be there. Because I, I put together like a – I did this in about five minutes, just some stuff off of the top of my head. Okay. You've got or, an etiquette list. I have a little bit of an etiquette list. On. I mean hours. I spent, spent hours. hours putting this together to help guide people because that's what we do. You know, this is an educational segment here um, because I do have some questions. I don't know if you want me to ask the questions up front or wait until you're, you're done with your um, Why don't you let me do my bullet points okay. and then we could take some questions intermittently or if something, okay. if you want to piggyback on it. Okay. All right. So I basically like it's like kind of an etiquette where like how to act basically at a fancy event uh, to make the employees um, – you know, at the event you're attending, uh, lives a little bit easier. Okay. Because I know that people are always, like, so many people are gracious and, you know, they're trying to just make sure. Because, you know, the bottom line is, you know, the person's working and you're enjoying, you know, however many hors d'oeuvres you're having. Well, that I'm going to get to that Okay. Here. All right. So this is just basics. This is just off the top of my head. This is coming from some events I've worked in the past. First of all, just a basic rule. Do not ever bring anything glitter with you. Glitter, like glitter that you like sprinkle on tables and things, like little star glitter, little pieces of glitter. Glitter is awful. You think that it might make the event look like classier or better because it's like making everything sparkle. But really, it just makes it look kind of cheap. And the second that any employee that works at the place that you're working at sees you scattering glitter anywhere, they will immediately dislike you. The only way (laughs) that this would be acceptable is if you clean it up yourself at the end of the night, which, by the way, I have never seen anyone do. Last no one night, will clean up their, the glitter. Everyone so loves that- to sprinkle the glitter on the tables, and then everyone just leaves. And I understand, as my business as an employee, it is to clean up after. Every, I'm just saying, if, if you don't give a shit about what the employees think, then you can just ignore this. But I'm saying, if you if you want to make people's lives earlier, maybe skip the glitter. Skip the glitter, yeah. Skip the glitter, skip, skip like the confetti. Like, it's really, oh, yeah. it's just... like It's when, not really necessary. Like, when we were talking to uh, Julia Scotty yesterday, and she said, like, she was just afraid that, like, you know, a glitter... Because once glitter is out, uh-huh. like, it is so hard to get rid of. Yeah. It's like sand in your shoes. Honestly, beach, I was so. at my job, like, later than I should have been last night, because mm-hmm. we were vacuuming and vacuuming and, like, cleaning up, because there was glitter everywhere. On the side note, with the glitter, if you have a photo booth and there are going to be children present, maybe don't bring anything with a ton of feathers that they can rip apart and leave little teeny tiny feathers everywhere, oh. like a feather boa. Wait, kids were ripping apart feathered boas? T- tiny little evil hands, yes. Because well, like, what the adults do is that the adults get drunk and the kids run around and ruin anything that, that, that is deemed to be like a plaything. Oh, so they treat it kind of like a daycare. Exactly. So it's oh. like glitter everywhere, feathers That's everywhere. That's like at the museum events. They all touch the uh, statue penises. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's like that. Those. But this is like mm. things that they bring. Like So 
you know, they brought boas to take pictures with. But then, you know, the boas are shredded and the children are little like banshees running around screaming. So Okay. All right. So no glitter. No glitter. Dang. No right. feathers. I mean, unless like it's adults and the feathers aren't going over, that's fine. But I mean, like if there are small children and you know that they're going to just like shred something, maybe not mm-hmm. things that have tons of billions of little teeny tiny pieces. Okay. Right. Again, this is etiquette if you give a shit. Yeah. Sarah X. Dillon's etiquette if you give a shit. If you give a shit. All right. If you give a shit about the people that are working. When you're finished, when you're sitting at a table, and you're finished with your napkin, like you have a paper napkin or something. Yeah. And or other, you have some other garbage. Maybe you like have something. Okay. Let me tell you what I do with hmm. it. And you, maybe you can tell me if I'm doing it wrong. Like if I'm eating something and I have the napkin and I, I finish, like are we talking like fancy cloth napkins? Or no, paper? like a paper napkin, like a paper napkin or like a like a wrapper for maybe like a um, some sort of like biscuit or something. Uh-huh. Okay, here's what I normally do if I like if I'm walking around, I I do find a trash can because or I put it in my pocket. But if I can't and I'm sitting at the table, I put it on the finished plate. Okay, that is correct. That's the right thing to do. That is okay. the right thing. Do you know what Woo-hoo! you do not do? Cram it inside of any of your cups. Do not shove any of your garbage into any of your cups. It does not make it easier to clean up. And somebody has to physically take their fingers, stick them in your goddamn cup, and pull your disgusting garbage out. Because you cannot wash cups with garbage in them. Therefore, it has to be picked out, put in a separate receptacle before we're able to wash So, like, when somebody dunks a sopping napkin into, like, the bottom of, like, a pint glass, that's a real pain in the ass. Yes, exactly. Okay. And, like, people think that they're being helpful. And this is one of those things where I know people think that they're being helpful. Because, you know, they're getting all the garbage out of the way. Okay. However, it is not helpful. It is actually, it, is it makes it worse. This is the wrong thing to do. It is the do. wrong thing to do. Just think, every time you shove something into something, somebody else is responsible for taking it out. I'm just going to cut out that piece of audio at some point. <laughs> Sarah X. Dillon, once you shove something into something, someone else is responsible for taking it out. So keep that in mind, everybody. Oh, so along the lines Kids, of like napkins and garbage, <laughs> when you're finished eating an hors d'oeuvre, that perhaps maybe it's some sort of like um, like something that comes on a stick. Like some sort I of like, like stick food. Exactly. Some sort of like, like meat on a stick kind of I food. love meat on a stick. And if you have a stick, either like you brought it up before, put it on your plate so that way it can be easily lifted or wrap it in something so that... The person who is cleaning does not have to pick up your mouth stick that you've been like salivating all over when it's just sitting there on the table. Don't leave your mouth stick for somebody else to handle. Yeah, so if you, you know, just like you probably don't want our hands all over your food before you touch it. I don't want my hands all over where your mouth is just. I mean, I know I'm going to be touching your silverware. It's fine. But if you care. But don't touch the mouth stick. If you care, please just like wrap it in a napkin so that it's like easy to pick up. Okay. Or else just put it on your plate. I like uh, meat on a stick. I also like the pocket food, like oh, yeah. pocket me- pocket like sandwich meats. If it's fully enclosed, I like pretty much any kind. Oh of that. yeah, yeah. It's a little tidbit about me, everybody. That's good. Um, if you spill something, don't be embarrassed. Just say something. Just let somebody know that that you've spilled. Do not like try and hide it. Do not put it under a napkin. Do not like shove something under the table. Just like if, if the linen is ruined or if like somebody is barfed or like you've spilled an entire glass of cranberry juice somewhere, just tell somebody because we're going to just find out. Up. We're going to find out eventually, uh-huh. and it's just going to make our night that much longer. If you let us know initially, then we already know to pre-plan to be able to, uh, to like set aside some time to start cleaning it. Okay. Surprise, garbage, and messes are the worst. Okay, question though. So what if you happen to be a very clumsy person? And you go to an event and you knock a beer like off of a table. You're not drunk, but you're clumsy and it looks like you did something drunk. If you go tell somebody, then you risk getting cut off, even though you're not to the point where you should be cut off. Or, But it, then if you do tell – I don't know. Then if you don't tell I somebody – then You don't necessarily cut people off because they've spilled something. I mean I too – I'm clumsy. I'm I'm, I'm a clumsy person. Stone Cold Sober and I spill things. Like people spill I've things. broken a glass before. It's not, the, it's not like you're – okay, if you're like – like slurring and vomiting. Yes, I'm gonna cut you off. No, I'm not talking about that kind of guy. I'm saying like I'll do that within like the first half hour no, of getting there because I'm just clumsy. Or like for example, like there was a wedding I was working in, and somebody's uh, and the mother of the bride was really wasted and threw up next to her chair, and nobody <laughs> told us. Nobody said anything. Like there was a smell, but nobody had pointed it out. And then when she left, there was this puddle of barf. It's like just say something. Okay. Just for the love of God, just. Let us know. I know it's embarrassing if, like, somebody – if you have a kid and, like, they've ground a piece of chocolate cake into the carpet. Like, just tell us. We can start putting, like, a stain lifter on there. 
Just don't be embarrassed about just that. Just say something. Give a heads up. Okay. Um, just one other thing about – okay, so about – real quick, this is a bartending thing about tipping or uh, about tipping and about uh, being a big old bartender. Okay. Sometimes. Um, so if you're going up to the bar and you do not have any cash on you, do not ever say that, oh, man – I really wish I had some cash on me so that I can tip you. But then act all night as if you've given me some big grandiose tip just because of the fact that you've mentioned that you would have tipped me <laughs> had you not had cash because that is not the same thing as a tip. <laughs> Your intentions to have maybe brought cash, don't fill my tip jar, or pay my bills. So if you think that you can get out and get like, you know, act like you've tipped me $20 and really you just say that you, oh, you didn't know that uh, you didn't have any cash on you, it's not the same thing. So that's that'd be like coming up to somebody like around Christmas time and be like, I I would have gotten you the best Christmas exactly. present if I if I had, but I forgot to do that. So I really, anyway, I, I would have gotten you something you, really good. I can't tell you how many times someone <laughs> just acts as if like I owe them the world because they said that, oh, if I had cash on me, I would totally tip you right now. I'm so sorry. I just don't have any cash on me. I'm like, I don't get if, – if you don't have any cash, why are you telling me? Why are you telling me? It's doing nothing. So that being said, now, if you are going to an event and it, and if that's something that you might be interested in, if you do get some good service that you would like to tip, always just bring some cash with you. Yeah. If you're going to like a wedding or like a, you know some sort of work event, you know there's going to be like you know people providing drinks and services, maybe just bring like five bucks with you or something. Okay. Because that makes all the difference. Now, here's something I want to ask you if this, this is okay because – or if I should have just not said anything. Because I went to a wedding recently, just over the summer, and I had a couple of dollars with me, but I, I didn't have... The rest of it was in... Uh, actually, it was when we were going to the camping wedding. The rest of it was in my tent. which mm. was uh, So it was a camping wedding, but it was at an actual venue. So th- we had a catered and all that stuff. And I tipped for the first couple of drinks, and I was like, oh, crap, I don't have any cash. It's way back up at my campsite. And I told the woman, I was like, I don't have any cash on me, but I'm going to get you some before the end of the night. And then I proceeded to drink for like three and a half hours. Um, (laughs) But I did remember at the last second, because I I was afraid I was going to forget, I went and got cash and I over-tipped when she was driving out. Like she was done and driving out, and I stopped her car and gave her money. Yeah, and again, let me Is just okay? say, yeah, I'm, and let me say, like, you know, a lot of the events I have, like the tip, the gratuities included. But if you want to, if you want a tip, that's great. If you don't want to, that's great. The only thing I'm saying is don't ever, like, say that you have an intention to tip if you did have money and don't have money and then have nothing. That's all. I'm, I'm just saying I think that's, that's like, not not awesome. You would not believe what I would have gotten you. It would have been really incredible. Exactly. You would have been that's, really happy. I know. That's totally the worst. All right. And finally, I have – do you have one last one? Just, for the love of God, just be a decent human being. I mean, just because it's a fancy event doesn't mean that there aren't actual human beings who are, you know, serving the food and they've, you know, put everything together for you, serving the drinks. Um, You know, they're the ones working. You're there for fun. Just remember that and have a good time. And don't be an asshole. That's all. (laughs) Okay. That is, is, these are good tips. Mm -hmm. These are good to know about. Okay, so that was my question at the beginning is when it comes to samples – you know, they're when you're walking samples. around, or hors d'oeuvres, or yes, whatever. appetizers. Appetizers, yes. uh-huh. as people call them. Um, now, and I'm walking around, and say, uh, say I'm, uh, you know, I see the person walking around with, like, the tray. And there's, like, a tray of a whole bunch of, like, delicious-looking hors d'oeuvres, mm-hmm. hors d'oeuvres uh, that people have. And it's supposed to be serving everybody. And I don't, like, I don't know how many is it divvied out for. Does everybody get two? Does everybody get one? But- I, let me just tell you, for me, like whenever I'm in charge, because I, I don't do the hors d'oeuvres very much. I hate it. Oh, God, just there's nothing worse than walking around and being like, oh, would you like some pate with a lemon zest shirt? I don't even know what I'm saying. Like, I'll yeah. just try and memorize what it is. But I hate, like, I'm much rather, I'm more comfortable behind the bar. Uh-huh. So, like, but when it's, like, slammed or when, like, something, then I'll... See, I don't ask any questions. I just I want just... someone to take them, because the faster people take them from you, the less you have to pass them out. Because if so, you're tray passing things... So, is it Like, bad... you have to do it until all of them are gone. Well, so, is it bad, then, if she walks up to me and she's got, like, a full plate, and I, like, just take three of them? No, that's... I don't... Like, actually, I want a couple more of those, please. Like, if it's something that's good. I mean, I would guess, like, probably let the person do a round once and just see how everybody else is responding. And if nobody's really, like, what if taking it's like a all little, of them. Little, like, pocket foods, like, you know, little uh, raviolis I mean, or I'd say don't be a turd and, like, take all of them. I mean, I already them. said I like pocket meats. So if it's, like, or, or like, little, little uh, yeah, like, pizza things. Yeah. Pizza bites. Yeah, is I that don't something serve fancy pizza people? bites. <laughs> okay, that's not <laughs> something. <laughs> like, I mean, that's fancy to me. Yeah. 
But okay, all right. So this is this is good. This is good. I'm glad I'm learning about. Most this. notably, so I can though, take, I, like, think, I think I can take a few of them. You can totally take a like, few of them. Let I me mean, just have a couple for the road if you're the mean. Like they like, like little quips and jokes. Yeah, let's. Well, you're doing that. Sure. Because I'm working hard, hardly working. I'm not listening anyway. Okay, all right. It's like, oh, that's great. Would you like a napkin? Okay. Uh, yeah. So I guess most notably, I just wanted to say, yeah. Um, guess just a, a recap. Glitter. Glitter's no. Glitter's a no. I'll stop doing that. Um, Wrap your sticks or put them on your plate. Don't shove shit in your cups. That's all. Don't shove Um, shit in your cups. If you you don't want to tip, totally cool. If you do tip, awesome. Er. And if you... and if you don't intend to tip but are talking about how you have cash <laughs> somewhere don't. out there and you didn't bring it with you, just don't share that. So I shouldn't have said anything and then just not tipped? Well, they, whatever you want. No, I'm asking you. I, I don't I, I, don't I mean, know. I, ended up I can't tell you, you what to do or not to. Yes, you can. You are you are the expert here. Well, I will say I, I'm pretty sure that anyone who works in the service industry does prefer being tipped over not being tipped. And I did tip. That's great. Okay. What, do, what am I supposed to do? Like give you a high five? Yeah, yeah, probably. That's probably about about the right thing. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. I did end up tipping, yes. so that's good. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, I've I've learned a little bit. So take as many samples as you want, just like by the fistful or hors d'oeuvres. And that's uh, what I think. Just yeah, do as many as you want. I love it. Oh, was this our uh, little, <laughs> a little fancy music for the end? All right. Well, I know we need to we need to take a break here because I, I believe our guest is is here now. Awesome. Oh, this does make us seem classy. God, I want it some does. samples right now. And I'm sorry if I seemed a little angry. It's just, it was like, I was uh, I don't think you there. seem angry. I think you're, you're, you're making people learn. I, I'm just trying, because this is stuff that I didn't know either. Because I remember I would stick stuff into my cups. Because I'm like, oh, look, I'm just cl- putting everything in nice, confined spaces. But you're making it, it worse. It so much worse. So just leave it on the table. Just throw it on the ground if you want. Or put it on the plate. That's even easier. Okay. And that is what I do, so I was doing it right. Yeah, or put it next to the plate. If you see someone, like, stacking them, then, you know. And if it's stick meat, don't put someone's, uh, you know, your meat mouth don't let anybody's hands get on your what is it? The, your, the, the meat stick. Your meat, your meat stick mouth or something. Yeah, yeah. Your mouth, your mouth stick. stick. Mm-hmm. Don't let someone else handle your mouth stick. All right. Okay. Okay. I've yeah. learned a lot. All right. Well, let's take a break. Uh, we got our we got our buddy uh, Dan Weber who's going to be joining us here awesome. in just a second. And uh, and then we'll <laughs> we'll come back <laughs> and talk after that. All right. But never ever bring glitter. Never bring glitter. That is the one rule that Like I think that we can always all walk wear sunscreen from. song if you can take anything away from my diatribe. Never bring glitter. Never bring glitter. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And don't put your hand on somebody else's mouth stick. <laughs> all right. We'll be back in a minute with more fun employment radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. So this glitter thing is just like a universal rule. I swear, like Dan, I was yeah. asking Dan if he had done any catering, and it, then I was just like, "Oh, and these people brought glitter." He's like, "That's the worst. That is yeah. the worst." I'm like, "That is exactly it." Well, I mean, you can't like even no matter where you are, right? Glitter is a terrible idea. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, I'd, like when people, <laughs> we we did show you know any show I've run, uh, at least one person at some point is like. Hey man, uh, during my set, I'm just gonna grab some glitter and throw it, and I'm like, I will fucking straight up murder you if you throw glitter. You can't get that shit out of anything ever, ever, like, ever. You have pieces of glitter in your hair for like years. Yeah, and and, it and on the floor, itself. and the venue is fucking pissed. Like, oh yeah, how many? Every stage in Portland, at least, and just about every stage in Chicago. You could look down on the carpet and see that one asshole brought glitter because there's still mm-hmm. fucking glitter there. <laughs> it was probably 20 years ago. It doesn't fucking matter. Fuck it, glitter. Glitter's the fucking shittiest. What a shitty invention that also <laughs> is like like whimsical. It's like yeah. whimsically <laughs> shitty. Like, uh, it sparkles forever now. Forever. Like, you, nev- you don't ever get to not sparkle now. Like, I it. No, no matter how nice the people were that were having their rehearsal dinner I was working last night, like yeah. as soon as I saw the glitter, I'm like, oh, you fuckers. You fucking you animals. Right. And, then I, and then, you know, they leave it and there are children who are just like picking it up and throwing it places. Oh, of course. So we have to stay like an hour later to, to like try and vacuum and clean up all the and damn you glitter. you can't fucking, you, you're never getting rid of it. It's there forever. See, I, and it's not like I bring glitter places. I, I tend to not have glitter in my pockets, but I didn't realize... I guess I didn't think about it, about what an awful thing that oh, is. Oh, glitter's notoriously shitty. Wasn't there yeah. a company that you could, like, glitter bomb people where, like, you could actually... Yes, we had that on the show. I forgot yeah. about yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, could, that's a mean thing to yeah, do. Yeah, where they would, like, oh, excitedly yeah. open it and then, like, glitter all oh, over yeah. them. That's why. Like, it's not a it's not a happy thing. Yeah, it's not that. even good, like, like you know, for a, for a minute, 
there was this there was this trend where people would put glitter on their bodies. You know? Oh yes. yeah, like. And then you'd hook up with one of them, and now you have glitter on your body. And you've got it on your body for a minute. Like, not one shower ain't going to get rid of it. It's just got to it's just gotta wear away. I remember the – was it, like, late 90s, early 2000s when girls would put, like, glitter yeah. on their cheeks? Yep. And it was, like, uh-huh. glitter lip gloss. Everything yeah. was so glittery. Yeah, God, yeah. The glitter industry is so sinister. I didn't realize it. Well, Dan, well, welcome back. <laughs> oh, thank you. We're very happy to see you. Oh, it was fun. So yeah, how's, how, uh, how, how do you feel being back in Portland? Uh, I like it. Uh, I like Portland. I always did. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. There, there's this huge number of people that are like, "Fucking, I hate this goddamn town," which I, you know, I kind of get. I yeah. don't. I don't really because I love it here. But um, and I get that it clearly has. It's a. There's problems here, like everywhere else. Mm. So right. So you know, if you're gonna concentrate on that, sure, you're gonna fucking hate it. But that's true. Uh, like I never, anything, you can find something yeah, to like, for dislike sure. in anything. Yeah, and I and I didn't leave because I hated it. I left because I wanted to do comedy somewhere else and see if I could pull that off. Um, and so, yeah, I'm coming back is not not the. I mean, I'm, if, right. if I had to have a place where <laughs> to crash land, like you could pick way fucking worse places than Portland, mm-hmm. Oregon, for sure. Like it could have been Tulsa, Oklahoma, or <laughs> Des Moines, Iowa, or any number of other little shitty places that I've done comedy. Like that's, I would not want to try to merge myself into the Tulsa, Oklahoma comedy scene. Like that would suck. That would suck <laughs> real bad. Tulsa. It, uh, no, turns out. I mean, there's a there's a there's a decent scene, but it's like not. No, it's thank a different you. kind of. It's a different yeah. kind. It kind of. I mean. You know, it's a little subversive. Also, like you know, there's there's a lot of places where uh, you like, you know what, man? I just I just tell my truth, and I think PC is bullshit. And then you just go out and you say the worst things, and there's crowds there that are just like, "Fucking yes, you are so brave to say that women shouldn't have jobs." And they, ah, come oh, on, God. yeah, it's fucking horrible. <laughs> but that's not you. Then <laughs> now you're back in. Mm. This metropolis, yeah, this right. magical in this, place. In this magical, wonderful place. And it's finally fall, so now the sweltering heat has dissipated. I am so fucking excited. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, people would – I don't know. It's not it, – to be honest with you, the, the, the summers in Chicago were, were worse. They were worse. They were worse like the winters are worse. Like the but weather just, like, there is just worse. And- and like 85% humidity. And yeah. It's like 90 degrees with 85% humidity. And you're like, I don't even see how this is allowed. Like, yeah. Why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah. I'm a sweater. So oh, uh, I, I sweat a lot. So yeah. that would, that would definitely be an issue. Mm. Yeah. I started wearing so, shorts. Like, yeah. And I've never, I don't do that. Like I, I was like. What kind of shorts do you wear? Oh, just Are they cut, cut off jeans? Yeah, of course. Okay. okay. Right. Cut off black jeans. Like I'm, there's only so far I'm willing to go. Like I, <laughs> like I don't. I, I I actually do have a pair of cargo shorts, but like uh, somebody bought them for me, and I put them on, and I was like, this just doesn't, just doesn't feel work. right. Yeah. And I thought about I wanted to buy a kilt, right? Yeah. But then I'm then it, be the meet, kilt guy in Chicago. Yeah, oh, you, you could do are that. there kilt guys yeah, in Chicago? Not too many, no. And but I. I kept meeting other people that wore kilts, and I was like, I "Can't be associated with any of you. See, like, like, not one of you is cool." Because like here, a kilt is—I mean, I don't even bat I an eye if I cool see kilt people. I mean, you see kilts here, all the time I don't know about in Chicago. That's what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Like here, it's it's fairly. I don't want to say common, but it's not uncommon to see somebody with a kilt. And quite well, honestly, totally cool. it seems like it would be kind of natural on you. I know. Like, it yeah. would not it look works. weird. You seem like a kilt guy. I <laughs> I don't know how to take that. Uh, I didn't want to come here That's and get like- crucified. <laughs> you seem like a kilt guy. I mean, you know, for better or worse, you just seem like it seems like a natural fit. It I, does. If I saw you walking up and you were wearing a kilt, I'd be like, oh, it's just Dan. I wouldn't even yeah. comment on it. No. I mean, the, the yeah. thing is, like, I don't, like, it feels like if you're going to wear a kilt, you should work with your hands. You know, yeah. like, you should build shit. Like, that's mm-hmm. just like a utility kilt, build shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't build buck all. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, I suck at building No, Now, under a utility kilt, do they have to follow along with the same standards as, like, a Scottish kilt? Like, do you, are you uh, naked underneath there? I yeah. don't know. I don't know. I think that's up to you. Yeah. Like, I mean, no we, one's going to check. We know yeah. quite a few people that wear kilts, and I, I don't know. I don't ask, because I don't want to know the answer. Um, yeah. I'm not sure what the that's rule true. is there. 
I think some like tidy whities are probably under there. Tidy whities, that'd be an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, I no, no. So the Venn diagram <laughs> of people that wear tidy whities and the Venn diagram of people that wear kilts <laughs> has so like an overlap of one weirdo. <laughs> the one guy. And his name is Dan. <laughs> his name would not be Dan. His name no, would not be Dan. No, hell no. No, I'm a I'm a boxer brief. I like I like I like boxer briefs for some reason. Like yeah. I started wearing them and people make fun of them. I'm like, dude, it's the most comfortable I've ever been. Yeah, kind of best of both worlds situation. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. It seems like why why look, when two things that are kind of okay merge to make one cool thing, let's right. just celebrate it. Like yeah. there's no reason to give me shit for yeah, it's like a yeah. spork, you know. I mean, it's it's really useful. It's Sporks didn't take useful. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but they still, should have. They should. Yeah. yeah, it's the spork of underwear. Because <laughs> uh, I remember, isn't is a KFC that has sporks? I haven't been there in a long oh, time. Yeah. I think so. But I think that's the only place I've ever yeah. seen like a out in public spork. Uh huh. Like yeah, they've committed proud to the of spork. It. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they're like, <laughs> yeah. How else are you going to eat our bowls of? fucking rock garbage without <laughs> no. you got to spear some of these things and other things you got to slurp up <laughs> so spear yeah. and slurp yeah. perfectly perfectly useful the, the cargo shorts kind of thing mm. yeah useful uh, for a lot of different yeah, situations tacky but useful yeah, tacky yeah but useful. absolutely yeah. <laughs> you well, look dumb using it but who cares you know at a certain point you just don't care anymore um greg's very passionate about his cargo shorts. <laughs> apparently yeah about sporks i am <laughs> i didn't know that i didn't realize it was a hot button issue for me but um let's talk about your show tonight okay tonight at helium comedy club yeah um and we've had posse on here before talking about this uh, funny humans versus the wheel right so how does it work exactly so uh depending like you go up and you do a little bit of a set sometimes like when i've the times that i've headlined the show i don't even bother doing a normal set i'll just spin the wheel a bunch of times um but what they do they have a big roulette wheel and uh you spin it and it has all kinds of stuff on it um some of them are okay like change your pace of or change your tone of voice uh they'll call out high or low and you have to like change how you say it or whatever uh others <laughs> not so cool for me like uh <laughs> sing your set is one of them and that one is like if you can sing at all you're going to do very well like that always does well but i can't <laughs> i am tone deaf <laughs> as fuck so the times that i've got it it's been uh i mean i, oh, is I it just, just humiliating no it's just it's just it's just not i can't sing like i just can't <laughs> sing so i try and and i mean people enjoy it people laugh for sure but it's just like i wish i want to be better at this i just can't <laughs> like in my head it's I know what I want this to sound like, yeah. and then I'd sing it like, not just flat, <laughs> gross. This isn't coming out right. Yeah, I've done it one time. I did it in uh, in the same way like um, like the old balladeers would do it. So uh-huh. just kind of like sing-songy, like spoken word, uh-huh. which worked okay, but like it's Kind of like the priest kind of style, like... Yeah, no, more like. And uh, then I went to the da na na na. Mostly, more like, um, more like those old country balladeers that oh, would be like, okay. blah 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 blah. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, <laughs> oh yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah. You yeah. got me? Yeah. So I, I, I did that once, and then one time I did it in in uh, in the style of death metal. So it was just like, <laughs> and then but nobody understood what I was saying. <laughs> That's not the point of death metal. So. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I might get that one. Uh, they have one. I don't know if they have it on the wheel this time, but it's spicy comedy, and you just eat a habanero pepper and then try to do the rest of your set. And that oh, is, like spicy news. Like spicy, do, yeah. like the late lamented spicy news. Uh, and I, yeah, that one I've not gotten yet, and I don't, I don't, I don't know. Which I'll one do makes it. you the most yeah. nervous, if any of them do? Uh, sing your set for sure is the one. Like one, like I, I, I don't want to do this one. <laughs> uh, this and one. then there's another one. Like some of them, like like clean set is not <laughs> not super easy for me. Like ah, make it pod. Or I I think I don't know if they still have this one. But it was like make it positive, where like every punchline had to be like an uplifting <laughs> thing, and joke. I was like, "Wow, that's gonna be real hard for me." <laughs> um, but Do you have what, to like train yourself to like think of positive things beforehand. Well, I don't know. You don't know at the time. What's like, a positive you, thing right now? Come up with one. Uh, <laughs> man, on the spot. Uh, <laughs> it's practice. It's training, right? Yeah, now. yeah. Well, let's see what's positive today. Uh, hey, that fire is getting put out by the weather. And that's pretty surprising, considering it started it in the first place. So that's let's let's all be happy that the fire. Well, not this fire. 
a shit apple started this one. Oh, well, yeah, but I mean... In general. Okay, so if it hadn't have been so dry... <laughs> so you're already getting a heckler. This is a good... This is a no, good no, test. like if you... If it was, <laughs> I mean, all right. That's not the first time that kid's fucking thrown fireworks into the woods. Let's be that for sure not the first time. It's just that every other time it had rained within the last month. But this summer, because it didn't rain for a fucking long time, no. he's like, this will be hilarious. And then, oh, damn. <laughs> My life is over. Yeah, that kid's like, I still can't believe that his name hasn't been leaked out. Oh, well, he's 15. Oh, it will. Yeah. yeah somebody somebody an, anonymous is going to handle it. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. yeah. I yeah. know. I'm just surprised it hasn't happened yet. Yeah. I don't think it's an if, but a when. No, right. it's for sure. We're all going to find out at some point. But that was super positive, they, Dan. They, <laughs> I was going to Getting back to the positive. Yeah. <laughs> that was rain. positive. Rain. Yeah, rain. Rain is, rain is good. That's why Yay. Oregon is green. Like, I know people <laughs> complain about it, but have you been anywhere else? Like, have, yeah. you went, have you been places where it doesn't rain nearly as much so that most things are brown or gray? Like, that's... <laughs> It's. I mean, it does, that must have been a hard adjustment in Chicago because it is so gray and brown there. It's pretty brown. Uh, there's not as many. The trees aren't as big. There's just not as many of them. Uh, there's not as much shade, uh, which I think is why people shoot one another there. To be honest with mm. you, like, like if if they just gave a fucking air conditioner to every poor family in Chicago, the murder rate would go down by like 80% mm-hmm. at least. They're just like, I'm going to stay in the AC. Like, I don't, yeah. I got no <laughs> time to go out and shoot people. nobody today. And then I'm fine, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, that was one, that was one big adjustment in was how not green and how fucking flat that city is. It's, yeah. I mean, it's a bikeable city because they never go up a hill. There's never a hill. Like, wow. you never go up a hill, ever. It's just constantly flat. Um, but I hate, I didn't like that at all. Like, yeah. I didn't, I like, I like mountains. Yeah. So. Landscapes. Yeah. Landscapes. I want, I want the horizon to end. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want it to end in a Trump Tower. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was slightly positive. I like that. See? Sure. Plus landscapes. Yeah, also yeah, saying, can... You're basically like saying you are one with nature. <laughs> that yeah. Is, that is a hundred. Yes. <laughs> Very <laughs> nature themed. That's set. what everybody says about me, actually. <laughs> and that guy, I'm a tree hugger. What a, <laughs> what a hippie. He should be what, wearing a look kilt. At look at him. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that kilt wearing hippie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, the show is tonight at Helium Comedy Club. It's 8 p.m. Yes. Which, if you've never seen Funny Humans versus the Wheel, it is uncomfortable and hilarious. Yeah. It's a very funny show. And David Mascoro, Adam Posse. Uh, are running it and so you're on it um, yeah. Joanne Schinderly Stephen Wilbur uh, yeah Stephen Wilbur yeah. yeah it looks like it's a great lineup it's this a good is- lineup and it's going to be a fun show uh, you should definitely come uh, and watch us all get really uncomfortable I love that kind and, of stuff. And root for Dan to get the singing one. Get yes. the, get the singing one and the positive one, <laughs> and then end it with eating a hot pepper. That'll be that'd oh, be my nightmare. That's the trifecta that we're yeah. open for. Um, I'm looking at this, too, but there's also Bad Hype Man. That So that one is hilarious. That one's super fun. Because that's... Uh, I actually, because I, I used to, because I, I ran the show at Bar of the Gods and then I, mm. and then I gave it to them and they ran Funny Humans the, versus the Wheel there. But I pretty much had like, I could go in and do it whenever I wanted. Uh-huh. Uh, I would go in and just do a guest spot or be on the show a lot. And uh, a couple times Adam wanted to do a challenge. And so I like, and he got bad hype man. So I got to be the bad hype man. <laughs> and what Adam does is he just like cuts you off. He's like, yeah. But what I would do, because I knew Adam's jokes really well, <laughs> is right before he would say his punchline, I would just shout it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> like, and it fucked him up so hard. Oh, that's magic. <laughs> yeah, it was really great. That was fun as hell. Bad hype man is just, that one's just awesome. Bad hype man, not my arms. Uh, there, there's a few others that are like, like pretty weird. Like one, one is one where you have to say all your jokes in the third person. <laughs> so there was a guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, weird. Yeah. Like Dan Weber right. was walking down the street today. It's like, <laughs> gotcha. it, I think they call it like, like a uh, newsroom or some shit like that. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. All right. Well, that's tonight. Helium comedy club. Go check this out. Get your tickets. You can get tickets at the door probably online, too. I'm assuming at heliumcomedy.com. Yep. Right. 8 p.m. Yep. Yep. 8 p.m. Get your tickets. Go see Dan. This is, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, sweet. Well, thanks, Dan. Sure. Uh, I really want to see you get a kilt now. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I just, just now I wanted to. You're really happen. like locked in on this. I'm locked thing. in on the kilt. You brought it up. It like just five makes times sense. Now. I know. It just makes okay, sense. Okay, let's let it go. Maybe it's because I want a kilt. Mm. I'm just afraid. To you're admit afraid it. to wear one. I'm afraid to admit it. It wouldn't look as good. It probably wouldn't. You need more gray in your beard. Yeah, clearly. All and right. a beard. Yeah, and a beard. Someday. <laughs> that would help. Yeah, and a beard. Yeah, someday I'll grow one. All right. Well, thanks for coming in. Sure. Uh, let's take Thank a break. We're back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Mr. Dan Weber, right here on Fun Employment Radio. Greg, if you want to wear a kilt, just work. I know. I didn't realize it was like an issue for me uh, until until I just started talking about it so much. Yeah, that was like a, you like really focused on. I that. really latched onto mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. we'll see. I've never had one. I don't think I could do it. Uh, I don't think you have the proper legs for it. What do you mean? My legs are fine. I've got they're kind of stubby, sturdy legs. My legs are not stubby. I've you got know they're calves. stubby, Greg. What? What is the proper leg for a kilt? I think like skin, I don't know, like longer legs. No, I think my legs would work just fine (laughs) in a kilt. That was the challenge. Now i got to get a kilt. Can you please stop saying the word kilt for the love of God? Kilt. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome. To my world of crazy. Crazy. First update from yesterday about the Colorado Springs. Mad pooper. Oh, yeah. Which that's is making national news, that by the way. Is, it's everywhere. It really is. Yeah, I'm seeing this pop up. People are very concerned about the mad pooper. Well, I will say that her face is all over the internets and all over news organizations all over the country. And she is still on the loose, just like the Portland pooper. Oh, yeah. The Portland pooper has never been caught. These poor, these poopers are getting away Are they with connected? It. So we don't know. I will, we don't know. It could I think it might be his daughter. Could be. Could be a copycat pretty, crime. Pretty, pretty sure. Yeah, it's hard to say. Just wanted to give you a heads up. Okay. Said finger on the pulse. All right. Next up out of Irving, Irvine, excuse me, California. Irvine. It has now been announced. Greg, I don't want want you to brace yourself. I'm bracing That myself. Taco Bell is going to be phasing out its drive through window at hundreds of its locations. Now, what do you mean brace myself? I don't go to Taco Bell very often. I, I admit it. I have a every now and then. You can always tell when he's... I Not being 100% truthful when he's, a, when he's a stumbling. Um, I'm not proud of it, and I hide it, and it's shameful. But on occasion, maybe I have visited a Taco Bell before. Okay, well, uh, they will be phasing out drive through windows at hundreds of their locations. However, they will be adding booze to the menu at many of their locations as well, which seems like a terrible idea. Booze or, at a Taco Bell? I mean, that's where you go after you drink booze. You don't go to Taco Bell to hang out. You go to Taco Bell because you're ashamed and you're either really hungry and it's it, you just have to get food right then, or you're oh, you've already had some to drink and you're somebody's driving you home or you're taking a lift and you're like, hey, once we're to Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that I would ever do that or have ever done that, but mm-hmm. it's so, a shameful thing. You don't go there to hang out. So what's going to happen is with the places that Taco Bell does phase out the drive-through window, they will be reopening them with alcohol on the menu and they'll be in a uh, new cantina-style restaurant that doesn't have the drive-through windows but does serve alcohol. There'll be about 300 of them. They haven't specified where they're going to be. Would you go to a Taco Bell and drink and hang out? Let's go. Uh, let's go get some margaritas. Head down to Taco Bell. Margarita and a chalupa. Oh, a chalupa does sound good. Let's start talking about Taco Bell or else I'm going to want it before like this afternoon. All right. So the new restaurants will be opening uh, opening in larger cities around the country. So uh, they're going to start opening uh, in the very near future, and all of them should be open by 2022. So they're just the new Taco Bells, or the old Taco Bells going away, or no? They're they're phasing out the drive-through windows at hundreds of their locations. However, however, they're reopening. That just seems like a bad idea to me. That seems like a really three hundred of the locations with the cantina style. Who goes in to hang out at Taco Bell? Nobody. I only go in you to hang out at Taco to. Bell if like the line is really, really, really long, and I've had it in my mind all morning that I want to crunch wrap supreme. Yeah. I don't want to be in there though. Like I'm only in there for as long as I possibly have to be. Right. No. This is just this is this is a bad. Can you imagine hanging out the one on 50th and Powell? Like, yeah. Hey. No, I know. This maybe seems like a place that, I want to spend an extended maybe I've amount been through of time that at. Drive through a few times, mm-hmm. and maybe it's full of methods. All right. Change of scenery. Now we travel to China. Bike sharing services are doing so well in China that developers from different countries have decided to take more users on a different kind of ride. It's a sex doll story. Oh. Yeah. All right. So this is, um, this is an adult app called Taku, 
which means fun for him in Chinese. They've recently rolled out a limited time shared girlfriend service in Beijing, which allows its 53 million users to have recycled plastic partners delivered to their home. Wait. It's recycled plastic sex dolls that they can rent out、oh. and have them delivered to their houses. I don't know what's sadder. I mean, if you get a sex doll, fine, that's your business, but that, the fact that you're renting one. Well, and by the way, they don't call them sex dolls, they call them plastic girlfriends. And <laughs> you can rent one. You, I just ordered my plastic girlfriend. She's you can, recycled. <laughs> you can rent one for a full 24 hours for about,、um, it equals about、uh, $46 US currency. For 24 hours to rent a plastic girlfriend. What are you doing this weekend? Oh, I'm staying in, man. I'm staying in. Staying in.、Uh, there's also an option for you to stay with your plastic girlfriend for a whole week, which costs roughly about $200 US.、Uh, but you do have to put down a pretty <laughs> significant deposit when you're doing this. So it only costs $200 to keep her the whole week, but in order to make sure that nothing happens to your plastic girlfriend, you have to put down a deposit of about $1,200. Now, what do they mean by recycle? Do they just take a bunch of old plastic dolls and like, take pieces off of them and put them together so it's like when, some weird like, patchworked? Like, put together like one arm shorter than the other arm, and、um, like, I'm so glad a weird that you bag、asked. and like different colored eyes. And- I'll tell you what kinds,、uh, what kinds of dolls there are available.、Um, but to answer your question,、um, so what they do is they replace the lower parts of the dolls, <laughs> they replace、oh. them for every customer. So, what you need to do before you return your plastic girlfriend, you remove the lower part before returning. After the lower parts are cleaned, the doll can be used again. Oh, gross. I would not know. All right, so the app has introduced five fully customizable dolls to its user, including but not limited to. I, I guess actually limited to, never mind, including Russian teenager. Oh. Greek bikini model. <laughs> Korean housewife. U.S. Wonder Woman. And Hong Kong race car cheerleader. Hong Kong race car cheerleader. Wow. However, hopefully, if you were looking for a plastic girlfriend, you have already placed your order because their service has been suspended briefly after authorities received complaints that Taku had been promoting their plastic girlfriends in public. In public? Like what? They set up a booth? Yeah, they've been like, like promoting them when they're not supposed to be promoting it. Okay.、So. All right.、Uh, they, are, they were suspended. I don't know if they're back online now, but if that's something that interests you, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do something you have to like, take off the, bo- the bottom parts and clean it. All right, just want to let you know. Plastic girlfriend sharing. And finally, just a heads up because it's happening this weekend, there's yet another doomsday approaching.、Um, with many people claiming that the rapture is going to start this Saturday. Oh, already? Oh, boy. Well, this is less time to prepare than yes, I thought. Yes, that is when Christians will get sucked up into the heavens while the earth descends. Sucked up? Sucked up、work? into the heavens when the earth descends into chaotic tribulation periods for those who are left. Maybe that's where those chickens went. That's a callback for、uh, people who came to the live show.、Mm, well,、um, so the entire basis for the prediction is based、um, from the research of a Christian researcher named David Mead. So, I think this might be the 33 days guy still. So, I don't know if this is the same date that he was p r e d i c t i n g Oh,、predicting. the guy that keeps on updating it. Yeah, so I, don't, I think that he had one last month. So, I don't know if he's updating it or if he was talking about it happening this month and now it's happening, or he thought it happened last month and he's just kind of wiggled around the date a little bit.、Mm. Uh, so, David made a calculated career、uh, 33 days after the month's eclipse. Oh, yes, so this is it. This is the big one. This is what he had been predicting. So,、um, because of course, all the number 33s, Jesus lived for 33 years.、Um, the name Elohim, which is the name of God to the Jews, was mentioned 33 times in the Bible.、Okay. It's biblically significant, numerology,、uh, numerologically significant number. I'm talking astronomy. I'm talking the Bible and merging the two.、Uh-huh. Says totally not batshit crazy David Mead. Now, well, are people Mead, giving him money? Because, I mean, ultimately, that's the goal of all of these guys is to get money, right? Well, probably. Well, Mead believes that believes co- global catastrophes, which are already happening already. The idea is that's just kind of latching on. Yeah, at the、right、time, he believes、though. that、uh, new global catastrophes that are going to be happening on Saturday will, cause, will be caused by the secret planet. What's the secret planet? Oh, um,、uh, Niburu? Mm hmm. Passing the Earth on Saturday. He、Boy, says, people are still going about, on and on about、Nibiru. the world that we, the world itself won't end, but the world as we know it 
will. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, technically, the world is different after every day, right? Mm-hmm. So he's kind of correct. Greg, that's so... Listen, look at you. Look at you thinking outside of the box. So uh, just a heads up, it starts on Saturday, and I guess the apocalypse happens on Sunday. So uh, make your plans around that. That is your world of crazy. Crazy. Um, I do have a little bit of ball talk that I feel like I have to get to. Okay, are you going to talk about your predictions from this past weekend? Because people keep writing and asking me about that. And I want to make sure that we get to that. Time for that. Um, I assume I got all of them correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, our buddy Tony has pointed out that you were actually one for three this weekend. I'd have to double check Tony's math on that. Three. I'm not sure. Unless he can cite sources, I'm just going to say I don't I'm think I'm pretty that's sure he just cited the fact that you said that certain teams were going to win, and they didn't, so then he put those into... I don't the know new, this, yeah, the numbers. where that information is coming from. Oh, from your face. So statistically, I'm going to guess I'm probably still doing just fine. I'm pretty sure that's not the case. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm, I probably am okay on this. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. First up in ball talk. Some Twitter issues going on for one Mr. Kevin Durant. This happened a couple of days ago, but it is still funny. Now, Kevin Durant of uh, of the NBA uh, always claims that he doesn't care about what people think. He doesn't care about what people say about him. You know, he's doesn't care about the media or fans or anything like that. He's just about basketball, man. That's all he cares about. Clearly, he does care. So he posted on Twitter from his account replying to somebody who wrote to him. So somebody wrote to him, uh, Cole Cashwell, some random person, wrote, at Tray 5 man, I respect the hell out of you, but give me one legitimate reason for leaving OKC other than getting a championship. From Kevin Durant's official account, he replied, he didn't like the organization or playing for Billy Donovan. His roster wasn't that good. It was just him and Russ, referring to Russell Wilson. Then followed that up, imagine taking Russ off that team, see how bad they were. KD can't win a championship with those cats. This is coming from his own Twitter account replying, but kind of in a third-person way. Huh. They were deleted shortly afterward, although everybody, of course, took screenshots of it. And it turns out... He's got some fake Twitter accounts that he uses to combat people who complain about him so he of can post it from does. the other ones. But somebody forgot to log out of his actual Twitter account, meaning him, and he posted from his actual one instead of the fake account. So clearly busted, like just busted online. There's no getting around it. And uh, he did end up saying he apologized for uh, bringing up his former teammates and his former coach. By pretty much saying that he did not want to play with them. So at least he didn't try to go with a straight up tech thing or be like, somebody hacked my account. I don't know who did it. That temporarily hacked it. He's pretty much admitted it was him. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. Moving on to ball talk. Marshawn Lynch is back in the NFL. And honestly, I think it's a good thing. Marshawn Lynch is, you know, he's famous for many, many different things. But, uh... Over this weekend, while the Oakland Raiders, which is who he's with right now, of course, he was always with the Seattle Seahawks, before that, the Buffalo Bills, now back in his hometown of Oakland, playing for the Oakland Raiders, and as they were beating the Jets, there's a video that's gone viral of him dancing on the sideline to some song that they were playing over the loudspeaker as they were destroying the New York Jets. Honestly, I think it's kind of cool. He's a jackass, but he's a pretty damn entertaining jackass. So, Marshawn Lynch, back in the NFL. I am sure we're going to get some good things for this as we go through the season. Oh, boy. Making sure people know. (laughs) Uh, Scandal erupting at a baseball game. Scandal at a Detroit Tigers baseball game. Now, Sarah, I'm going to ask you. The Detroit Tigers, this is a baseball team. Can you name a famous fictional character from a television show who always wore a Detroit Tigers baseball cap? It's kind of trivia. It's from an 80s show. This person was a bit of a private private investigator. Well, it wasn't a bit of a. He was a private investigator. Encyclopedia Brown? No. Inspector Gadget? 
No, or not not a cartoon or a children's show necessarily. Oh, it's eighties. This person lived in Hawaii on this show. Drove a fancy car. Drove a Ferrari, famously a red. I Ferrari. don't know. Wore a lot of Hawaiian shirts and oh, a Detroit uh, Tigers uh, baseball uh, um, um, uh, Magnum PI. Magnum PI. Yeah. There we go. I had to lead you to it, but you got it. So Magnum oh, PI. Oh yeah, I would have never guessed that. Well. At a Detroit Tigers baseball game over this weekend, there were 45 Magnum P.I.s removed from the stadium. So what happened is there was a Michigan man by the name of Joe Tuccini who had a bachelor party. And apparently 44 friends came to his bachelor party. And they all went to the Tigers baseball game dressed as Magnum P.I. That's awesome. And then they got in trouble because they were, quote, smoking inside the park. They were accused of catcalling women. They were drunk. And um, (laughs) among many other things, causing a big issue. And the, there's video of them and the security guards taking away all of their tickets. They kicked all the Magnum PIs out. They were all removed. Some of the Magnum PIs in the video are being pretty cool about it. Some of them are, are yelling, I'm not going anywhere. Here's, a, here's some video of it. These are Magnum PIs upset. World star. Of course, somebody yells world star. I'm not giving my ticket up. Oh, I paid for this ticket. So there's a video of 45 drunk Magnum PIs being oh my kicked God. out of a Detroit Tigers baseball game. That is pretty magical. All right, uh, we've got those things. Let's see here. I got a final, final thing in ball talk to get to only because the NFL season has started. There's something I haven't done. There's a man in Denver who is a big, big fan of the Denver Broncos. And every week he puts out a video and a new song. It's the Mad Fanatic. This is his latest called Orange Main. Yeah, I know what it is, man. Orange Main. I'm rocking Orange Main. Oh my god, this song is putting me to sleep. <laughs> Jesus. That's the Mad Fanatic. Okay. Every week, a brand new video and song from the Mad Fanatic. About the Denver Broncos. Alright, let's please not do that every week. Every week, I will bring you a brand new... Maybe not every week. Oh, he's got a lot. He's barely been busy. Okay. All right. Leave it to that. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right, Greg, before we call it, we do have a couple birthdays. Some birthdays. Some birthdays that I would like to bring up. Um, First up, I would like to wish a very happy birthday to our pal Larry. Larry! We even saw him this weekend, and he didn't even tell us that it was his birthday. Larry. Larry. I saw it on the internet. Larry. 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 We love you lots, and happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Larry. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Also, we'd like to wish a very happy birthday again to another person I saw on the internet, to Brandon. Brandon! Brandon! I hope that you had a magical birthday. Happiest of birthdays, Brandon. Oh, have a happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. It's not like you're going, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Oh my gosh, speaking of birthdays, um, Greg, my birthday month is Sorry, fast we're out of time. approaching. Too bad I run the closing music. It is fast approaching, Greg. Just want to give you a heads up um, that it's getting closer. Birthday month is creeping up. So I uh, just wanted to prepare you. You know, a good place to buy you a present would be. Please you know, tell know me. where that would be. Uh, Next Adventure. Oh, I love everything at Next Adventure. I do too, actually. And I'm going camping this weekend, which we'll talk about here at some point uh, in the next couple of days. But um, they have so many amazing things there. 
nextadventure, nextadventure.net, if you go there at their worldwide location, as Sarah says, or located right here in Portland in the corner of Stark and Grant. I just went down there, what, a couple of weeks ago. Is that where, that's where I bought my uh, my um, inner tube for the for floating down the river. Oh, that was so fun. That was fun. And it was very sturdy. Did you not make it all the way down the river without popping it? Made it down just fine because and I went we to went next through adventure. every single rock, too. Like, there yep. was every chance to pop it. And yep. Dag Nabbit, that thing held up. Dag Nabbit, indeed. Next Adventure was there for me. So nextadventure.net or just go into their store at, at, located there at Stark and Grand. They really do have anything you need. The staff is super friendly. Um, the prices are really good. I mean, it's just good all around, and I honestly mean that. Like, I, I've shopped there before they were a supporter of Fun Employment Radio, and now I do doubly so because they are awesome. So Next Adventure, anything you need outdoor-wise, that is the place to go. All right. Um, um, also, before we go, we really want to give a big shout-out and that we're thinking about you to all of our friends in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Uh, we heard from our friend Sarah, who who is there, and you are in our thoughts. Please stay safe. Yeah, the hurricane's going through there right now. And also, uh, yeah, so please stay safe. Everybody down in Florida, who I know is still recovering from everything. And we've got listeners in Mexico, too. I don't know where uh, some of them live, but we've had to have people write in, and they're going through everything. So there's just a lot happening right now. Everybody just please stay safe. Yes. Um, that is the most important. Just take yeah. care of yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Um, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, Joe Sib, I did say, was going to be on the show. We had a scheduling issue. He's not going to be on, but he is going to be having a show this Friday mm-hmm. at the Hawthorne Theater. So Joe is one of our friends here at Fun Employment Radio. And check out that show this Friday at the Hawthorne Theater. Go up and say hi to him. He's super nice. Like the nicest. Just the nicest. Yeah. Yeah. So Joe Sib, go check him out at, uh, this Friday at Hawthorne Theater. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Bye, friends. Bye. I don't know why I said it like that. That was weird. I need to kill. You're listening oh. to the Fun Employment Radio Network.